To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Marielle's across the Tasman. Morning, mate. Uh, oh, too good. That's very funny. Very good. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> Is there media coverage tomorrow Mr. Ben's... Yeah, look, tons and tons. Um, are you talking about the New Zealand election? We're going to get no, some no, 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 no. Your election. I, I was just thinking. Yeah, we got plenty of coverage here on our election. But once you get the result, which is presumably just a number, yes or no, they, they, they can't have set aside hours of television time for it, can they? No, but apparently Anthony Albanese will um, make a national address uh, when you know the voting's uh, stopped, when when uh, the, the the final ballots have been cast, and that will happen in WA about nine o'clock Eastern time. So we understand that um, Mr Albanese will make the address from Canberra, probably at the Lodge, um, rather than in attending you know, an event that's been organised by the Yes campaign. Peter Dutton apparently will be in Brisbane, but his office won't confirm if he's going to be turning up at an official no campaign event. Uh, it does look as though the, uh, the referendum will be lost. Um, Noel Pearson, the very uh, prominent Indigenous leader over here, He's made a last-minute appeal to voters. He says, listen, it's not about us, it's about the future. It's about uh, thinking of the children who are coming through. Uh, what we've been doing up to now hasn't worked. We've been spending billions of dollars for no result, no appreciable improvement in the lives of Aboriginal people. They're still dying 10 years earlier than white Australians. They're in prison a hell of a lot more. Education outcomes, hopeless. He said, it's time for a change, so think about the future. Uh, that's probably going to fall on deaf ears. There's no. a swing, they say, from young people, um, you know, perhaps first-time voters up to early 30s, but that won't be enough. No, it won't. I saw a poll yesterday with Indigenous people. They started out at the campaign 80%, they're down to 59 Even that says something, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, she's been a very effective campaigner, Senator uh, Jacinta Price. Uh, she comes from Alice Springs. She's a country Liberal Party uh, 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 senator in, in the federal parliament. And, you know, for my money, she's been far and away the best no campaigner. Peter Dutton's just been completely politicised in all of this, and he, he, he just looks very much diminished in this. Mm. It's as though he's been trying to score cheap points. At least Senator Price has this lived experience. She's, she's grown up in the Territory. She knows what it's like in communities, and she says, as far as she's concerned, this is not the way to go. By all means, let's have a, a much better look, a much closer look at how we can improve the lot of Indigenous Australians. But this voice is not the way to go, she says. All right, so then we also have the, the war, of course, and uh, geez, uh, Bellevue, which turns out to be, um, you know, where a lot of Jewish people live in New South Wales. I didn't realise yeah. that. But anyway, so there's some Palestinians wandering around the other night saying, where are the Jews? It's got ugly. It's got a really ugly vibe oh, in your country. Ugly in a hell of a hurry. Uh, Monday night was dreadful at the Opera House. You know, F the Jews, F Israel, uh, letting off flares, burning uh, Israeli flags. Um, then uh, on, I think it was on Wednesday night, we had almost 10,000 people uh, turning out in Dover Heights, which is in Sydney's east. Almost 10,000 people coming out in support of Israel. Uh, you had one idiot in court yesterday. Apparently, uh, he was in, he was working, he's a tradie, he was working in Sydney's eastern suburbs. As you say, that's the home of many, many uh, Jews in Sydney. And uh, there were four young uh, Jewish guys who apparently had an Israeli flag on their car. He said, get that off or I was going to bash you, yeah. which wasn't very attractive. And indeed, I mean, underlining this, mate, uh, you've got uh, the head of ASIO, which is our domestic spy agency here, Mike Burgess. 
he says, listen, the potential for opportunistic violence over here is, is, is very, very high. He's not saying there's going to be any big attack or anything like that, but he just says, listen, all parties should just dial it back a bit. Uh, it's, it, it's got far too hot, far too quickly. And he is very much concerned about, you know, just these one-off incidents of uh, uh, potential violence. So, yeah, yeah. It, is, uh, it is a very much a concern. Tell me what we know about Eddie. I was expecting him to quit yesterday. Everyone said Eddie Jones is going to resign. So has he resigned? Will he resign? And is he off to Japan? Mate, it's interesting. That the Australian Financial Review, as you well know, not renowned for its sporting coverage, but no. the Fin Review this morning had a much different take. Um, the Fin is telling us that Jones has privately reassured Rugby Australia bosses as late as Tuesday this week that he's committed to leading the Wallabies through to the next World Cup. Now, that's about the only report that says he's going to stay. Everyone else is saying, well, no, he's off. So we still don't know. Um, we've got um, apparently... Uh, 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 Phil War met uh, Jones in Paris on Tuesday this week, and and, and at that meeting, apparently Eddie Jones reiterated to Phil War that yeah, I'm, I want to stay on. So he's been talking to uh, to Japan, and you know he excoriated that journalist who broke the story. He's look, he's a bit of a piece of work, Eddie Jones. Uh, it's Eddie everywhere, Eddie uh, opportunistic, Eddie. Uh, and let's face it, his his, his whole World Cup campaign. And that of Rugby Australia has been a disaster. They, they shafted Dave Rennie early in the year. Eddie had just been sacked by England for obvious reasons. They couldn't win a bloody raffle if they had all the tickets. And they've dropped Eddie in because he's an Aussie and he'll play the Aussie way. Well, the Aussie way has been a disaster mm. out before the quarterfinals. So has he got any future here? Not as far as any Australian rugby fan of my acquaintance has to do with it. They just think he's a dud. Get rid of him. Is there any coverage, and this is the reason I want to raise it with you, I found this astonishing. So Scott Morrison's made a speech under normal circumstances, you wouldn't even mess, uh, mention it, but he's called for Australia to deepen its relationship with Taiwan, mm. overhauling its long-standing one-China policy, allowing to participate in key international forums, etc. Uh, mm. The future of Taiwan was more important than any other conflict, including the war in Ukraine. Yeah, most unusual. I mean, Scott Morrison... Uh, invited there, I guess. We don't know if he was invited or just, just you know, wandered off the plane and walked into a hotel and gave a speech. I'm assuming he was invited to a, a regional forum up there. And uh, that's right, he says Australia and the rest of the world should really stand up to China, should deepen our engagement, our collective engagement with Taiwan. We have to respect, he said, the wishes of the Taiwanese people who, who uh, love democracy and who want to remain independent. Uh, he said his government was the government that um, resolved to resist aggression uh, of authoritarianism, and if that happens to be from Beijing or from Moscow, uh, his government was going to stand up to both. And uh, it was the most unusual speech, as you say. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Good on you, mate. You go well. We'll catch up tomorrow night. Appreciate your time, as always. Murray Olds across the Tasman. In the middle of our um, coverage, once the numbers flow in in Australia and the uh, the voice vote, we'll get Murray back on the programme tomorrow night. Our coverage tomorrow night, by the way, Barry and Heather and uh, Katie and myself, uh, begins at 7 o'clock. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.